Hello, Miss Annette, how are you? I'm doing well, I see you now. Hi there, I'm Annette of Arab Africa Coaching and you are listening to Coffee and Stars Podcast. A platform for candid and unconventional narratives about the place of the young African woman in society. In this episode, I speak to Valen Tracy, a wellness and spiritual coach, educator, and author based in Louisiana. She is passionate about helping people experience personal freedom and for them to align their mind, body, and soul with the goal of creating a higher quality and purposeful life. Hello, Valen. Welcome to this episode where we discuss living on purpose, the journey, challenges, and reward. Kindly tell us about yourself, and I've introduced you a bit, but fill in the gaps for the things that I haven't said. Hi, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that introduction. And I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about myself and what I do. So my name is Fallon Tracy. I am a spiritual wellness coach. And what I do is I help individuals to align with their soul's purpose through intentional practices such as mindfulness, self-awareness, self-love. So really just using a holistic approach to align the mind, body, and spirit with the most expansive version of yourself. So that pretty much wraps up the type of work that I do in this coaching space. All right. That's very interesting. And it's good that you shared that. And I'm excited for this conversation today. For anyone who is new to the conversation around purpose, life purpose, would you be able to explain to us what is in basic terms? What is a person's purpose? All right. So when I think about purpose, I really push into the souls like the soul's blueprint of how you are supposed to experience your life so i feel like we are all souls and our souls intentionally carved out this path for us to experience the most growth to experience the most expansion and we already have these gifts embedded in us we have these talents and skills that we just have to learn to ignite through alignment So I feel like our purpose, we actually have a very broad purpose, I feel. So we have multiple things that we're here to do on a collective level to service other people and to just give our talents and gifts away, but also on an individual level as well. We have things that we've come here on this earth to do for ourselves. So I like to think of it as a term that we do on a collective level and on an individual level. Okay, quite a bit on on that point that you just made. So uh, for purpose, uh, often you would say people spend a lot of their time at work and in their career. So that uh, there is the thing that you say you do for yourself. And then there is what you do on the outside. How is purpose kind of in, in a way linked to a person's career or maybe vocation that they choose in the long term 
All right, so I feel like for our individual purposes, one thing that I really like to advocate for is self-fulfillment. Because a lot of us, like you mentioned, we go to work and we might have unfulfilling jobs and it really just pulls us away from our own creativity and it pulls us away from living a more purposeful, intentional life. So we have to find a way to create more fulfillment for ourselves by doing things that we love and allocating time towards things that just, you know, set our soul on fire. So I feel like that's a really important component of stepping into our purpose, just really finding things that fulfill our soul and just make us feel good rather than falling into a space of unfulfillment, of just going with the flow of just life. So that's what I feel that we need to do more of whenever we're trying to step into our individual purposes. On mute there, but I think that I got the point. One other thing that um, you, you talked about is self-fulfillment. And I see um, the issue of finding passion the thing that you truly enjoy so then it's for yourself and finding a way to serve other people um, within your, your your circle your community society with those gifts so then in turn it becomes a case of self-fulfillment and also giving off yourself for that greater good so i'd like to ask you then why should a person live on purpose why do we why should a person in any way live on purpose we know there is the self-fulfilling part but are there other reasons why a person should live on purpose yeah so i feel like we are all interconnected in some way and it's super important that we do you know use our gifts our skills and things that we already have embedded in our spiritual dna to help service others and that's just part of just the interconnectedness of this divine ecosystem that we live in. And it does a lot for us and it does a lot for others as well. And I feel like that's what keeps us going. So when you are tapping into your purpose and living very intentionally, it's just in full alignment with what your soul came here to do. And it helps you to elevate on a spiritual level as well once you are in alignment with that. So I feel like that's a super essential a part of just creating a more expansive life and just living out life the way it's supposed to be on a more expansive evolved level okay so family you have things to take care of so why should anybody care about living on purpose when they just want to survive i'm sorry your question cut out just a little bit the only part i caught was family and something about survival it just cut out a little bit say sometimes that what is purpose when someone wants to survive, when people just want to, 
take care of their family they just want to support their children they just want to live uh, their life they just want to survive but you say purpose why should someone care about purpose okay great question so i feel like for those who are stuck in survival mode it's definitely a mindset thing and when you aren't connected to your soul as much because i feel like the soul is very expansive the soul is very creative and really pushes you out of that survival space and pushes you into creativity mode so for those who are just stuck in survival mode and just want to you know live life from that space i feel like it really does take a lot away from your experience because there's so much more that you can do So that's just like the baseline of survival mode because that's part of this human experience. So of course, you know, if we have families, we take care of our families. We, you know, do the basic things that we need in order for us to survive. But if you want to push into more and want to live on a more expansive level, that is available, but it also starts with a few mindset shifts for you to get into that space and pushing into alignment is really going to take you there. So it's mainly the mindset. If you're content with survival, you know, it's really going to kind of not allow you to maximize life. I, I really like um, the perspective you bring to you bring to this because at some point you need to look beyond survival and I think that as individuals our existence here is much more than survival. I listen to Sadhguru um, who is um, a mystic he would say but he talk a lot he talks a lot about um, wellness and um, yoga and being in union and a lot one of the analogies he likes to make is that even animals are surviving even um, an ant is surviving on a daily basis and you as a human being um, who is supposed to be a higher form of being um, should go beyond survival should live beyond this mode of survival so it's good that you say if you as the individual wants more if this is something that you are looking for then this is what is available to you other than to say you just want to be on the basic level even maslow's theory tells us that that is it's it's just not about the basic level there are several things beyond the basic tell me more at what point did you discover this um purposeful living living on purpose what at what point in your life and what led you to this point so my journey to purpose started about three years ago and what really got me into this space was that the career that i was in just became a rotation of the same thing over and over and it started to get stressful and it just felt like I was going with the flow, kind of like that survival mode. And what shifted in me was just being around inspiration. 
and seeing people doing more for themselves. And I also started reading a lot. So that's when I really got into the spiritual aspect of things. I hopped on my own spiritual journey. And as I started reading about, you know, spiritual things, spiritual wellness, and knowing that there's much more out there for us and getting to know myself as well on a deeper soul level is what helped me to push into a more expansive space. And I love how you mentioned Sadhguru because he's one of the gurus that I listen to a lot online. And I have other spiritual gurus that I listen to and they really just open your mind. So I feel like once your mind is unlocked and open to seeing what's out there, what's available, what you can create, it really motivates you to push into a space where you can become a creator. And also it opens you know, you diving into your gifts when you start discovering who you are, when you're connecting with other people. And that's one thing that I started doing. I started to see that my gift was my ability to connect with other people and just hearing feedback and have them reflect, you know, things back to me about myself, like qualities. You have such a healing energy. You have such a vibrant light. And, you know, just hearing their feedback as well was confirmation that, you know, I'm on the right track with what I'm doing, right? So I started to see how I add value to people through teaching, through, you know, conversations, deeper level conversations with others. So that's really what kind of pushed me in the direction of where I am now on my journey to purpose. All right, uh, Valen, it's good you talked about being around inspiration. Um, and you said you read a lot, you listened to people. Inspiration. Now, people, it's good that as individuals, we put ourselves in that space where we, we feed our, our soul, we feed ourselves on the right kind of um, information, the environment that we need. How, how has that been? Can you go deeper with us? What kind of inspiration got you on the point and at a point where you were able to deal with your fears because definitely you would have had some fears coming into this new space, uh, the people, people's judgments, people's thoughts about you or even your own personal um, feeling about what you are going to do and whether it is the right path. How were you able to use inspiration to deal with fear? Right. So fear is definitely a big thing that I experienced. And one of my biggest fears was just kind of putting myself out there, stepping out into a space that was you know, kind of unknown to me at the time of living in this higher space and also just feeling judged by other people as well. Just, you know, having them judge me. What are they going to say? What are they going to think of me? So that was definitely a hurdle I had to jump over. And what helped me to get over this, you know, stigma of fear was really just, like I say, connecting spiritually with the most high. So I did a lot of praying, a lot of meditating. And also I remember reading this book called Fear by Thich Nhat Hanh. So I read that book and it really opened my eyes as well as to what fear was. And I started to see fear 
as something outside of myself, right? It's not in alignment with my soul because my soul is faithful and my soul is not, you know, supposed to be locked in this fearful space. My soul wants to take risks, wants to trust that I'm on the right path. So that's something I really had to connect with myself on a soul level to help me overcome fear. And also I had to practice getting over fear as well. So just putting myself out there, taking risks, investing in myself in ways that I probably wouldn't have done if I was fearful. So just also practicing and implementing things in your life that'll help you overcome fear is really what helped me to step out of that and just not focusing a lot on what other people might say or letting other people get in my head and convince me not to do things. So really just trusting my mission and just following where I'm guided to go has really helped me to get where I am now. Fear right now, if they have this idea, they have something that they want to do and they are dealing with fear, what would you say to them? If there's someone that's dealing with fear right now, I would just remind them that life is too short to focus so much energy on the things that you fear. Really just step into taking risks and pushing yourself to a new limit. Because one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people fear because they feel like they'll fail at something, right? What if it doesn't go right? But you have to also think, what if it goes right? You know, what if things work out? So sometimes we need to rewire our brain to see the lessons and things and to see where growth is available to us and start to think more positive, positively about our experience. So that's one thing I'd probably tell someone who is really fearful of something. And also, like I mentioned before as well, just surround yourself with inspiration because that's going to help you build that confidence to take that leap. All right. you are and being a creator could you enlighten us a bit on that it cut out just a little bit but what you were asking was what does it mean to be a creator yes all right so i feel like we are very creative beings and our souls we we are connected to this space of just creativity, of lots of things that we can do on this earth. And I feel like the more that we're connected to our souls and we begin to embody that divine light, the more we're able to create for ourselves. So for example, if you see a big vision for yourself, for example, like for me, when I was starting my business, I had to get really creative because I saw the vision. That was the first thing that I saw. And then I was like, how can I manifest this? How can I bring this vision into fruition? And this is when I got creative. So I really started to leverage different spaces. And then I began to write a lot and just started to create a lot of content for you know my brand. And I started to attract the people that I'm here to work with. And also just, you know, I'm still in that creative space because 
ultimately, I have a lot that I want to do with this business. I still see visions of me taking people on spiritual retreats and just healing sessions. So yeah, just really just bringing that vision down and using your physical, you know, the physical world to manifest what you are envisioning. So really just using those gifts and talents that you have to create whatever you want in this world. So that's what I think um, just being, being a creative is to me. All right. So we said this title was Living on Purpose, The Journey, Challenges and Rewards. So what had been some of your challenges going on this journey of living on purpose? So some of my biggest challenges with living on purpose was at first, so I will say towards the beginning of my journey, one thing that I struggled with was really making that connection to people that were in my life at that point. Because as I started to grow, let's say on a spiritual level, as I started to see bigger visions for myself and stepping into a different space, it kind of made it a little hard for me to connect with the people who were in my circle. So that was a big challenge for me. And um, it just took me a while to understand that, that, you know, people are at different levels on their journey. And yeah, just really being in that space. And I had to put myself, you know, in a different space. So going into different chapters of my life has also been a challenge as well, because you get put through so many different spaces from, you know, really just taking time to be alone sometimes, you know, connecting with new people. So finding that balance was something that was challenging at first. So that's, that's probably one thing that, you know, I struggled with the most was connections. But, you know, as my journey progressed, definitely things got a lot better, started attracting more, you know, like-minded individuals in my life and even started to connect with people that once, well, I once felt misunderstood, we started to connect once again. And ultimately, a lot of them began to dive on their, you know, personal journey. So, yeah, so I think that's like the biggest challenge that I encountered along my own journey. Of the rewards, can we go maybe about two or three of the rewards that you've experienced since you've been on this journey? Of course. So as far as rewards, I feel like this journey has been so amazing for me because I feel like I get to wake up each day and feel that I have a place in the world, that I serve a purpose in this world. And that has been so rewarding for me. And another thing about, you know, the rewards of this journey is I've been able to tap so deeply into my creativity. It's like never um, because like right now I'm writing two books right now. And I feel like it, it just when I wake up in the morning, I get excited to write. I get excited to put this all in on paper. Right. And share it with the world eventually. So and also creating these classes to teach to individuals. And that has been so rewarding for me. Um, I recently taught a masterclass online. So like a virtual Zoom class where I actually gave like an hour class on purpose. And it was so nice. And I love the feedback that I got. And I was so glad to be able to add value to people 
in that way. So just really being able to tap into my own soul's path and creativity has really been super rewarding for me because I wake up knowing that, you know, life is beautiful. It's something that I create and experience on a higher level because I have stepped into that space and unlocked that level. And I want that for so many more people as well. So that's been like the ultimate reward for me because I know a lot of people, they wake up and they feel like life is not purposeful. You know, they feel like they're just going with the flow and some of them just feel like, you know, it's a waste of time. So being able to step out of that and shifting into something more vibrant and more exciting is definitely a really good space to be in. So, yeah, so that's pretty much like the rewards that I really like about, you know, walking in the path of my soul's purpose. That is to that point. And I am now feeling like People, a lot of people are sitting on their talents and their skills and they are not contributing those skills and talents. So then eventually there will be gaps in our world because a lot of people may not be tapping into what gifts they've been endowed with in a way to serve the world with so thank you for sharing that 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 is very beautifully said so what one step can someone take to get closer to their purpose today if there is something that you could say to someone what would, would that be i would say in order to get closer to your purpose is really just go down that path of self-discovery and get to know yourself but also on a spiritual level as well so that is something that I did that helped me to step into my purpose is really getting to know yourself deeply as a human, but also on a soul level. So when you think about on a soul level, you think outside of roles like gender roles or, you know, if you're a parent, parent roles, you think more expansively on a soul level. So think about what passions you have, what just lights your soul on fire. What can you do to help advance this world? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? So really just asking yourself those deeper questions is really going to help you be very self-reflective on your path, right? And getting to know what skills, what talents that you have that you can incorporate with your passions that'll push you into aligning with your purpose. So yeah, so that'll be my advice is to really just get to know who you are get to deeply know who you are and it's really going to help you align with the correct path for you. All right. Thank you so much, Valen, for sharing all this inspiration with us today. I want to ask our audience if there is any question today uh, on this platform. Otherwise, we are going to go along and play a game called Choose a Number. So I'm going to give maybe just two minutes to see if there will be any question on, on the platform. Okay, so I'm not sure there are questions. So we are going to go along 
and play the numbers game. So, Valen, what this is about is that we have questions from 1 to um, 100. Just choose any random numbers, maybe 1 to 5 or from five numbers so you choose any numbers that you like and then we would read the corresponding questions to it because you don't know the questions so just choose any five numbers that you you like or your favorite numbers or your lucky numbers which are between one and hundred all right so first number let's go with seven and let's okay. let's see and also nine Okay. And let's do 17. Mm -hmm. Let's do 55. 55. And 44. And 44. Okay, so we just go right along. No, number seven is what motivates you to work hard? And these are going to be very fast, so... Motivates me to work hard is number one, my family. So I do have two kids, so they are my motivation behind everything that I do. And number two is like the satisfaction that I get with pushing out my lights and just everything that I have to this world that helps it to advance. So yeah, so the work that I do is really motivating for me. All right. Number nine, what is your biggest dream? So my biggest dream is to get my work to more people. So the books that I'm writing, the teachings that I'm doing, and just get what I'm doing as far as spiritual coaching out to more people to help them elevate and thrive along their journeys. All right. Number 17, what is your favorite game or sport to watch or play? Favorite sport to watch is track and field because I did run track in high school. So that's probably my mm -hmm. most favorite thing to watch, especially during the Olympics. <laughs> ah, okay. Number 55, what would you like to be remembered for? I like to be remembered for the impact that I leave on other people. So that's ultimately my legacy. I want them to know me as this vibrant energy that just helped to, you know, elevate their life and bring them to the next level. So that's ultimately what I like to be remembered for. All right. Number 44, what is your favorite zoo animal? Hmm. So my favorite zoo animal I have to think about wild animals. I have a favorite animal, but I don't think it's in the zoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Well, I'll tell you my favorite animal. My favorite animal is a horse, but I don't think they're in the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So thank you so much, Valen, for joining us today on this podcast, Living on Purpose, The Journey, Challenges and Rewards. I am so grateful that you spent time today to share such inspiration with us. My biggest takeaway is for us as individuals to remember that we are creators and for us to surround ourselves with inspiration and for us to live on purpose. I encourage everyone, especially women, to continue to live their best lives, to live on purpose, to tap into their potential 
and to live a beautiful life. Have a good day and let's continue to gather here for this podcast. Cheers. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Annette. Thank you.